Truth Apply Scripture. I am Jordan Shambly, joined by Wesley Wildman and Cedra Sart. The whole sh- team. You're shaking it up a little bit. Like, yeah. are you Uh-oh. switching our names each time you record? Because you did last time. You said me first, and then Wesley. Are you switching them each time? No, it's just to today. I'm, I'm his, one of his favorites. <laughs> you one of his favorites. Yes, let's say that. Okay. Uh, what did uh, see, I do? <laughs> I was unaware that there was a prescribed order. Um, but I guess there is. I, I'm going to judge here. I'm going to side with uh, Jordan here. I never even knew that, but but I, I guess if you're last, like Cedra, then you're going to realize that. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. oh, goodness. Starting off to a great okay, Hey, we're start. totally kidding here. We actually really do love each other, mm-hmm. and we work together on a uh, daily and weekly yeah. basis. This is, makes up the entire team of Engage, yeah. uh, which is now under the umbrella of The Stand, and mm-hmm. uh, we still got our mission, and we still got the projects we're working on but we're grateful to be under the umbrella, mm-hmm. get a little more exposure, but also to complete the full cycle of the written and, um, yeah. and printed content Absolutely. that we have here at AFA. Yeah. All falls on the umbrella. And we primarily engage focus on young adults, mm-hmm. college students, and what they're going through. And um, and we yeah. got Cedra behind yep. the board, and she'll <laughs> be a part of the program. Occasionally, you're just behind the board, but you're always yes. here. Well, if we have guests on and mm-hmm. and y'all are both here, I try to step aside to give the guests more room to talk. So I'm not taking up so much time because y'all know but how you I do am. a great job behind yeah. the boards. <laughs> Thank Absolutely, you very You're much. Welcome. Yeah, so, but yeah, like you've been saying, uh, that we are a part of the stand now. Mm-hmm. And for those of y'all listening who might not uh, be aware of that, maybe you didn't tune in last time when we talked about it. Um, but yeah, if you want to find our articles, you go to afa.net forward slash the stand mm-hmm. and engage is a category on that website so you can click that category and see all of the articles that are posted so far um and uh also you know we will have four pages in a monthly uh the stand good reminder yep yeah so if you if you are a past subscriber to the afa journal Mm -hmm. as you know that has changed into the stand it's just a the same thing it's just changed to the yeah. stand but don't panic if you yeah. if don't panic it's the same. especially those have been yeah. financially given us for 30 yeah. years don't and panic there's oh, don't some panic, people that please. have been receiving the publication for years and mm-hmm. years you are still getting your same content plus yeah. Yeah. four bonus pages of engaged materials so. all we did is we looked at uh we wanted to be good stewards of our time and our resources and as we met as a leadership we realized that um, they're all between the stand at the time, the stand, and at the time, the journal, and at the time, engage. We all had written content and printed content, so we just basically just moved us all under one division mm-hmm. so that we could be more efficient. But yeah. what we cover in our podcast and our radio program and what the the stand covers, the printed version, is no different than the original yeah. journal. Yes. So, But it makes it more efficient for us. We all get to work together. We get to share more ideas, and we get more help. We help each other more because we've got a bigger team now. Yeah. So we're looking forward to it. Now, uh, Jordan, as always, mm-hmm. we have a topic for our program. So. <laughs> we do. We do. So uh, y- y- if you go on afa.net, forward slash the stand right now you will see an article called five signs of spiritual growth it was written by uh canada 
Burns. Burns. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, well, she's been married. She's been married since. We, yeah. We knew her for years under a different name, and then she got married. So right. Switched it up <laughs> on us. <laughs> so yeah, Canada Burns wrote this article. It's really great. It's very beneficial, especially for Christians who, I think, and, I, and I've been in this situation before, where you feel stagnant. Mm-hmm. You know, where you feel sure. like maybe you've you've kind of come off of the initial excitement when you first become a Christian. I know that when people first become a Christian, oftentimes there's this drive, you know, that they are they they feel so in tune with uh, the gospel, with gospel living, with the Holy Spirit. And then as we continue to live life and we're striving to obey the Lord, sometimes that excitement fades mm-hmm. away and mm-hmm. we're left with, okay, we're still here. We're still on earth. <laughs> we're still dealing with normal, mundane things, and it doesn't. The, the glow fades away, yeah. and and after a while, we can feel like, are we are we even spiritual people? Are we <laughs> do we do we still have that spirituality that should mark us as Christians? Mm-hmm. And so, this article really, I believe, was very helpful for that. Um, it's it's good to sometimes take a step back, examine your life, and say, are there signs of spiritual growth yes. in my life? And, and the Bible talks about that mm-hmm. in Galatians when it says in chapter 6, do not grow weary yes. in doing good because in due time you reap what you, mm-hmm. sow, reap what you sow if you don't give up. Mm-hmm. And, of course, that right there, along with many of the passages of Scripture, God anticipated that we would have what you just like what you experienced mm-hmm. or what you said. Now, some mm-hmm. some uh, Christians are, are more of a spike than others. Yeah. Some people, when they got saved, they had such a great foundation that while they had that momentary experience, they had a lot of uh, Christian teaching in them yes. yeah. that it wasn't as, as sharp of uh, su- such a dramatic change in right. their life. Right. However, uh, it, in either case, uh, to your point, eventually mm-hmm. you— you know, you kind of what level out and have the same experience you have, which yeah. is why mm-hmm. Jesus uh, and the or, or the Bible in the New Testament talks of that and gives us scripture mm-hmm. like, "Don't I know you're going to be tempted mm-hmm. to grow weary and think you're not, you know, it's mm-hmm. what is you know either a waste of time or mundane and mm-hmm. or pointless, but don't do it because yeah. hang in there because even if you don't see the benefits or the um mm-hmm. or the um the the reward yeah. for doing what's right or for following the scriptures and being obedient to God. You will reap if you don't give up. Right. Cedra? Well, I I really thought that this article, you know, from last week, you know, last week we discussed, um, like, the New Year's resolutions mm. and especially spiritually yep. um, trying to read your Bible more and spend time with God more and pray more. <clears throat> and so then this article popped up on the stand and I thought, well, that's kind of perfect. Now we can take it to the next step. Yeah. Mm. Now Absolutely. that you've set that resolution and you are going with it and you're getting up and reading the word and spending time with God each day. Yeah. Um, like, how is your life changing mm. from that? And so that's kind of uh, why I pulled this article because I right. thought that was kind of a perfect segue. Um, <clears throat> but I just kind of know, like, what are some signs in your lives where you see that maybe you're slacking? Like, what are some mm. things that that you can tell where your spiritual life is kind of going down whenever, whenever you're mm. not doing the things you're supposed to when you're – yeah, well, I mean, one of the things that I think about when it comes to this topic is the fruit of the Spirit. So, mm-hmm. you know, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. And as a kid, when I was memorizing those verses, you know, and, uh, you know, it was often to a song. Sure. Um, I never thought about what fruit of the Spirit meant. Mm. And, um, I, you know, we usually think, oh, 
at least in my mind when I was a kid or a young young teenager, I thought, oh, this is just good things to have. You mm-hmm. know, these are things that God wants us to have. He wants mm-hmm. us to have joy, peace, and patience, and all of those things are yeah, yeah. good things to have. But they're described as fruit of the Spirit. And what that means is really is if you have the Spirit, these things will you will also have. Like yes, you will also have yeah. joy, peace, patience, sure. and the rest. And so it, it's a comfort to me to think that um, even in those times where I don't necessarily see these things just exploding out of my life right. necessarily, it's a comfort to see them to some degree. Yeah, sure. Um, because I think the Lord tells us, hey, this is a fruit of the Spirit to, for us as Christians to have assurance of salvation. Amen. Um, so that when we do look at our lives and we have, when we have those times of doubt, it's like, I don't feel like a Christian. Today. Yeah, today, today I today don't. Or, or I did this thing. Christians aren't supposed to do that, you know, and we have that guilt. And we That's right. And we feel like, yeah. Surely the Lord has thrown me away, <laughs> yeah. and then but the Lord gives us these these assurances and says, "No, hear that this little remnant, uh-huh. this little glimmer of hope. You still you do have the Spirit in you." And then through conviction and repentance, we come back to where we're yeah. supposed to be. Um, but again, like yeah, you do sometimes go through, and I have many times gone through, you know, seasons where these fruits are not as productive as they sure, should be. Yeah, yeah. And so things like patience. I'm I can be an impatient person. <laughs> unfortunately, I I can be the I can be I can be the guy who snaps a little bit. And I, I don't I mean y'all probably haven't seen that very much, but I I, I can be at least well, on the inside. Yeah, yeah. Well, we all have we all have our lives where we have to, you know, uh, even when things aren't mm-hmm. good, we got to put on a face because we, we're working with other people and things like mm-hmm. that. But at home and when we're around people that are around re- constantly, yeah. they're able to see yeah, what you're describing. Yeah, yeah, sure. Hey, there's a passage mm-hmm. of Scripture. I believe it was David, but it was in the book of Psalms. It says, uh, re- he said, restore the joy mm-hmm. of my salvation. Yeah. It didn't really say restore my salvation as if That's he lost right. it, like he said a kid, yeah. but he said restore that joy. And so, you know, I often pray when I have days like what you're describing mm-hmm. that you've had, I have the same and I'll ask God, Lord, just please restore the joy of my salvation. Mm. Hey, uh, Cedric, great question for Jordan. I like to answer the same. <laughs> Are you Go ready? Yes. Good. Okay. <laughs> and you get your pen and paper. You're going to grade it. <laughs> theologically I'm reco- accurate. Or? I'm recording this. Okay, I'm you're sorry. recording it. That's good. That's, that's there's good. a lot of other people grading. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Look, if we're rec- if we're recording it, then you can go back and really dissect it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, seriously though, um, when he, you ask the question to Jordan about what are some actions that are essential to or for spiritual growth, for me, this is something I uh, question myself for. Um, uh, make sure it's a question I ask myself to make sure that I'm. Uh, spiritually growing, and that's it. I make sure that I'm uh, not only reading the Bible, mm. okay, because reading the Bible is the first step, and we should all do it, even if you don't feel like it that day. Mm-hmm. However, <laughs> beyond reading it, the question I ask myself is: Am I following the reading, whatever it is? Mm-hmm. Am I looking at the world through the lens of what I read, mm. or am I operating in uh, through the lens yeah. uh, with my family at church? Uh, I'm a coach. I like to I, I coach. Well, uh, a little league team around town here, and so I got to be with uh, kids a lot. But when I'm operating as a coach or other things, uh, a coworker, an employee, a staff member, I ask myself, am I seeing this situation or or what's going on through the lens of what I just read? Mm-hmm. And that's that really helps keep me in line um, when I when I'm fading, yeah. when I'm not when I'm not having when I'm not my best. I ask myself those questions because it's one thing to read 
things like just the first thing that comes to mind, me and my kids are reading through the book of James. So in the book of James, in uh, the first chapter, talks about how um, uh, basically, you know, count it all joy. Consider it all joy yeah. when you go through difficult times. Uh, and, of course, in Romans 5, I believe it's 5, it talks about how the the, the challenging of your faith, I'm paraphrasing here, uh, produces steadfastness. Mm-hmm. And so the idea uh, that you're reading in the two places I'm describing is that you're going to go through difficulties, and when you do, how do we handle it as a mm-hmm. Christian? But being able to take that reading yeah. and be able to see life through those lens really does help me mm-hmm. Is, is essential for me to have that spiritual growth. And that's a question mark I'm able to ask myself. And that helps me determine, am I spiritually growing or am I what we described as stagnant or, right. you know, or, or going in the wrong right. direction? Yeah. And I think, too, uh, you know, part of that, I mean, the, so reading the scriptures, that's one of the what many in the church have called the means of grace. And sure. the other ones would be prayer, yeah. uh, attending church, fellowship with Christians, and meditating on the word. Um, so... What's helpful, what's been helpful to me, and and unfortunately in the past, you know, maybe a few months, like I, this has been much more difficult, um, but to have built into your daily routine, just to have times or situations or things that you come across to remind you, mm-hmm. you know, of, you know, the grace of God in your life or to remind you of some biblical truths so that you never can, ha- you can't have a day go by without having your mind pulled in that direction to some degree mm-hmm. um and that and, and and if 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 nothing else sometimes that helps you know bring you back to your senses mm-hmm. i think if you're having a bad day yes. spiritually and um and and i guess even like you you could be like the prodigal son mm-hmm. in in the in the pig pen and you know <laughs> yeah. he's, he's just lost he's completely yeah. off track sure. and we can be like that as christians mm-hmm. but then the bible says like he came to his senses yes. he's like this is not where i'm supposed to be i'm right. not supposed to be wanting to eat the slop of the pigs <laughs> yeah. i have yeah. a father who has yeah. you know human food and it was to the point where he was willing to be a servant yes. in, his, yes. in his father's house yeah. rather yeah. than play the son role because mm-hmm. that was better than the circumstances he was in. He yeah. created, so, yeah, for himself. Sure. <laughs> well, I, I guess I probably should go and admit some, some things since you guys are. Um, now's the time. I know this seems so simple. <laughs> Live radio. I know this seems so simple. <laughs> we, we brought up patience, Jordan, and mm-hmm. that is one thing I know that I struggle with. I know mm-hmm. you guys think that I am the sweetest, kindest person you've ever met. I've never no. seen you angry at all. <laughs> <laughs> but I've, if, I've heard the stories, you know, <laughs> when you if you cut Cedar off at a red light, See, I'm that's, telling you. that's my problem. If I'm sitting But I've in, heard those stories from you. So. <laughs> from me. Well, at least I'm, at least honest. I'm honest about it, yes. I guess. Yes. But there are days when I do find myself sitting in my mm. driveway reflecting, going, I could have had kinder thoughts towards mm. that vehicle <laughs> that cut me off. Mm-hmm. And those are, you know, those those are the things that I tend to struggle with um, and that is my patience just overall with anything. And, um, mm. yes. And, and, and whenever I'm in my word and I'm praying, I'm spending more time praying. I find myself looking at someone who makes a really horrible move mm. and I'm just like, okay, we're making bad choices. <laughs> it's, <Right. laughs> it's all right. You yeah. could, it could be someone very old. It could mm. be a new driver who is, you know, on the road and scared to death because they're driving and it could be all kinds of reasons why they're doing this and, and, and yeah, you got partial knowledge <laughs> in all those situations mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and and i know that um i've i'm not a perfect driver and i've made my own mistakes and let's just you know give them a pass and if i don't scream at them yeah <laughs> right yeah i kind of feel like i passed the test a little bit but that the patience thing is where i struggle the most but moving on mm. i think we you know 
in last week's, we kind of discussed a lot about uh, what we should be doing and sure. what we should be striving to do more. Uh, and so now when you know you're doing better, you mm-hmm. know you're getting up, you know that you're in your word each day and you're spending time talking to God about everything, like what are some improvements? Mm-hmm. This is a question for both of you, by the way. Yeah. What are some uh, you know improvements that you see? Oh, uh, well, for sure. I see me exercising the fruits of the Spirit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot more, all of them, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I'm able to see things more clearly from the, like, as I mentioned, as I also mentioned through the lens of Scripture, which helps uh, as the compass to our lives as Christians, the Word of God. Mm-hmm. And it helps bring us back to center, gives us uh, a biblical perspective. You know, we use the word about having perspective in general, which is a great thing to do, keeping all things in perspective, mm-hmm. but even more so, even better especially for Christians, is to have a biblical perspective on all things. Uh, I do want to add, and this is not specific to your question, but along the same lines mm-hmm. um, that I think is very important. Another thing that you can do that I have found extremely productive in my life is uh, obviously there's a there's a passage that talks about, you know, bad company corrupts good character. So mm-hmm. the opposite of that would have, be having good company. Mm-hmm. But along those same principles is what you're putting into your mind. So. Right. Worship music. Worship mm-hmm. music for me is a game changer. So the other day I was uh, going into what could, could have potentially been a very controversial, difficult situation yeah. that I had to, I had, I had no other choice but to be a part of. Um, um, but, uh, was, we'll leave it at that. Yeah, I, sure. I had to be a part mm-hmm. of it. It was, it was going to be difficult. As a Christian, I was obligated to, to, to make some comments and to make sure that, you know, uh, we were moving toward a biblical direction and we, and we weren't mm-hmm. cur- currently at the time that's the situation kind of framing it up yeah and i know knowingly that was going to happen uh i thought you know if i just concentrate and focus on that alone um i was going to get very frustrated mm-hmm. so leading up to that situation that i was going to have to address i decided you know what i think the best thing for me to do here is to listen to some worship music because my spirit mm-hmm. And my intentions were not good at the moment. And I knew that. I knew if I went in this situation as is, you know, there's all flesh. It's yeah. all flesh, 100% yeah. flesh. But it's uh, But yeah, yeah, exactly. So for me, uh, worship music really helped shape my perspective and to make bring everything back to center before I went and handled and dealt with the situation that was before me. Yeah. And I would encourage any of y'all listening and remind y'all, don't forget the power of worship music. You can see... So, uh, in the Old Testament and the New Testament, Testament mm-hmm. the importance of Christians, Christians uh, participating yeah. in worship, yeah. uh, music, Absolutely. Uh, obviously any other thing. You know, for some, prayer is just lines everything up for them. Yeah. I pray, mm-hmm. but for me, during the most difficult times, it's worship music. So yeah. I just wanted to add that. No, yeah, that's uh, that's great. I mean, that's uh, anything practical like that uh i think too often we we look at things like that like okay the music we listen to like the food we eat you know, <laughs> all that kind of stuff you know we, we, we say oh that's like sensory stuff that's sure. that's not spiritual but the, the fact of the matter is for the christian everything, everything is spiritual absolutely yeah. and so you can glorify god with everything that you yep. do there's Colossians nothing 3, 17 to 23 yeah. absolutely absolutely um for me to answer the question uh, how do i see you know signs of spiritual growth um, one of the things from, from the beginning of my spiritual walk with the Lord has been just noticing my desires changing. Um, so like, what are the things that I want, you know, during the day or just out of life in general? And if, you know, uh, you know, prior to becoming a Christian, it was, I mean, very, very self-centered, 
very much, you know, I want, I, I just want to be able to live the life I want to live, you know, and, and Jesus was not the king of that vision, you know, he, he, there was nothing about that vision that was under the reign of Christ at mm. all. And so after, you know, after becoming a Christian and, you know, throughout my life as a Christian now, I begin to see those desires change. Mm. I don't want to live for myself anymore because uh, I see that now as it's not only just a waste of time, I'm dead to that. Sure. You know what I mean? So like uh, Romans uh, tells us that reckon yourselves to be yeah, yeah. dead, sure. you know, to sin. Mm-hmm. to be and, and that mind shift is not something... It's it's both something that you do intentionally, but it's also something that does it happens naturally mm-hmm. because you're changed now. Yes. You're a different creature now. Yes, and so noticing those changes happening and having jump starts in my life mm-hmm. is a way that I can mark that spiritual, you know, growth. Yes, I would mm-hmm. say. absolutely. Yeah. Praise God. <clears throat> so one of these points that um, our friend Canada made in her mm-hmm. article, and I'm, not, I'm gonna try not to give too much of the article away. We'll get some. I'm, I'm gonna give a little bit. <laughs> but I, wanna, I, yeah. I don't want to give away too much because yeah. I do want people to go read it. Um, her second point that really stuck out to me is people are more important to you, mm-hmm. and she uses John thirteen thirty four, which says, "A new commandment I give to you that you love one another as I have loved you, that you also love one another." Mm-hmm. Praise God. And um, I find when you have that mindset where you do have people, you know, of course, you know, Jesus and God, that's your king sure. above all. And then you put other people in the position above yourself. Yep. And, Amen. And a lot of times you find you're thinking, you know, you're. it helps you as well when you look at someone. I, I find that I don't hold grudges, mm. as, you know, as much as. Even better. Yeah. Yeah. Forgive quicker. I have, have, you know, like a lot, I'm a lot kinder in my Mm -hmm. thinking towards people. When you look at someone Mm -hmm. through the biblical perspective and you're like, that's a human being with a soul that is going someplace one day. Yeah. Mm. And Mm. as a Christian, it is my job, which I can't save them. You know, that's not my job, but it's my job to, to present them with a Christian you know, face mm-hmm. and to love them no matter what they've done to me, no matter what they've done to other people, you know, <clears throat> it really changes, you know, your whole world in yeah. the way you deal with people. So I'm able to. That's a good point. <laughs> so I'm able to like think of, okay, people that were mean to me in school and I can think, well, why did, you know, what was going on with them? You know, that doesn't excuse the fact that they were mean to me, but I don't find myself holding a grudge or, or feeling hatred towards them. Mm. You know, I really hope they're doing well. I hope whatever was going on with them that made them act that way is cleared up and that I hope they find, uh, you know, I hope they have found Christ in their life and stuff like that. I can think that way. I'm not sitting home and going, that boy who used to bully me on the school bus, I hope things are horrible for him. I hope he's not happy. Mm. You know, which, you know, some people do think, you know, and that was so long ago, but I'm able to do that. I really, this point, you know, has stuck out to me. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know, another thing I was thinking about when you were sharing that is a passage of scripture out of Philippians chapter two. It says this, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but in humility, consider other people more mm-hmm. important than yourself. That's that idea of the Christian that, uh, now I've, br- I've, in my mind and using a uh, scripture, I've breaking it down, uh, to like point A and B. Uh, 1A, 1B, and I've got it this way. I've got God first Mm -hmm. in my relationship with Jesus second. I've got my family second. Mm -hmm. 
others third and myself fourth. That's mm-hmm. kind of how I have it just mm-hmm. because of, you know, family was God's uh, first institution. Right. Now, obviously, you can combine those, you know, right. mm-hmm. uh, to some degree. But um, but the idea, back to what you're saying, is family and others, mm-hmm. you're putting above yourself and seeing people through that lens. And it does. The first thing I thought about when you were talking is how – how much quicker I'm able to forgive mm. when I'm growing spiritually. <laughs> yeah. 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 So it's, it's, it really is. Um, I'm, I say it's simple. The picture is simple. It's not a simple thing to do, right? But it's taking yourself off the throne yeah, mm-hmm. sure. and putting Jesus on the throne. Absolutely. And when you do that, I mean, say you are the king of the universe, right. then people who offend you deserve to die. Right. I mean, that, that sure. would be the truth, but you're not. Right. And I'm not. And if Jesus is on the throne, then you have to relate to his creation, mm-hmm. you know. And yeah. other people are his, are sure. his, you know. They're not yours. Yeah. They're his. And so you have to relate to them through that lens and say, okay, Jesus is the king. How do I treat his people? Yep. You know, whether or not they're Christians. And it really, there's, there's, there's a major shift that happens when we realize that we aren't the center of everything. Yep, really. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Sadra, you, it's I, hard to follow that, right? It really is. <laughs> it really is. I'm saving this part of the audio. No. Yeah. That was that was uh, very well put. Uh, one more point. I'm mm. not going to point all the points, but and I'm not going to go through and read the article, but one other point that Canada made in her article was darkness is darker. Mm. And that also I found, you know, like you see the things in the world mm. and there's that gray line. People are like, this is kind of a gray area. The gray area becomes a lot more divided and less gray and more white and black. Sometimes yeah. whenever you see that, you know, there, there's the things that I used to would watch that I won't watch mm. anymore. Things that I used to would listen to that I won't listen to anymore because I just don't have a stomach for it anymore. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel comfortable with it because... Uh, when I'm living with Christ, there's no room mm. for that anymore, you know. Yeah. And so that's the other point. But I also want to remind people, because we have about one minute left, yeah. that if you want to read this article, you can go to afa.net slash the stand. Uh, or you can just go to afa.net and there's a tab that says the stand. Mm-hmm. That might be easier if you can't remember that. Just go to afa.net and they'll the engage category. That would be the quickest way to find it. Mm-hmm. And you can go read the entire article and the quizzes next week. Yeah, Cedric, <laughs> where can people go if they want to suggest to us something to cover for young adults? Oh, most students? definitely. Uh, we have an email that is engagefaq at afa.net. Please jot that down and send us an email. We would love to hear your suggestions. Do not sign us up for spam. Please don't. We will because find you. No, because <laughs> we have plenty of that. We no, will not hold but, a grudge. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but seriously, use that email mm-hmm. and send us uh, questions. Um, and put that put that email on the bottom of the show notes. Yes, yeah, there will, there will be a link also to this article that we've been discussing, so that everybody can go there and uh, read it for themselves. Um, it's been a great episode. I, I'm I'm encouraged personally to continue uh, growing in Christ, and I hope that everyone who is listening to this is as well. Uh, until next week, guys, continue to share truth and apply scripture.